unsung heroes, people that's been balling that necessarily not, you know, they might be role players. And so I want to start mine off with, I got two guys that I want to shed light on as far as NBA players. I think they played key. One of them in a losing matter. The other one, you know, they just, they was key in, the, in their wins. So Josh Hart with the New York Knicks, and he was averaging about 13.5 points a game in the playoffs. Uh, the two wins that they did have, he was keying, um, but actually they just won now. And so it's going to be interesting to see how he plays moving forward. That they're going to be playing lucky. They'll be playing the Miami Heat in the next round. Um, and he's going to see how, let's see what he does. I still don't think the, the, the Heat make the pass this round. This is a toss-up. I really don't think the Heat, uh, not the Heat, or the Knicks, they're not going to the finals. I think the winner of the Celtics sister series, is going to be the one that make it to the NBA Finals in the East. That's just my personal opinion. The other person was Russell Westbrook. Um, even though it was in a losing matter, I felt like Russell Westbrook, he came out this year uh, this with the, with the Clippers, and still he proved a lot of naysayers wrong that he can he can still, he, his game is still at elite level. I think it didn't work out with the Lakers just because just basically a per, it was a personnel fit. I don't think it worked with the team. It just was a bad fit. Yeah, but you see what the, the Clippers though. The same team. He he balled out in the playoffs. He the one that kept them in the in the series, even though they only won one game. But he kept the he kept those games competitive. I say that. So in losing effort, those are my two unsigned heroes in the NBA playoffs so far. Uh, what's your take, uh, Greg? Okay, um, I got three, and you know it's like really not for this season. But I want to start off with um my number th my um number three guy, Fred Van Fleet. In um, 2019 finals, man, he averaged 14 points, 2.7 rebounds, and 2.2 assists. Right. Um, Van Fleet, man, hit a lot of crucial shots in that game, man, you know, mm -hmm. because, you know, Kawhi, man, he was a different animal, man. Kawhi was actually looking like um, MJ 2.0. And, man, when times when they keyed in on him, mm -hmm. man, Fred was able to hit a lot of tough shots, man, and to – to be able to put them in position, man. My number two guy, man, and he don't he do not get the credit he deserved. Richard Jefferson, man, okay. in the two thousand and um, sixteen finals versus the Warriors, man. You if you remember in this series, the Cavs was down three to one, right? And remember, Draymond got got ejected for the you know the nut yeah, check yeah, against right. LeBron, and Kevin Love was injured the next right. game. Richard Jefferson got called into the starting lineup. Now we know Richard Jefferson probably gonna average went five buckets a game. You know what right. I'm saying? And but what was key to this series for the Cavs was the defense and the hustle that he was able to give them. Right. You know, we know that with the Cavs, when you got LeBron and Kyrie Irving on the team, I mean, you're not the rest of you. You don't offense is the last thing you need. You need defense. Right. You know. So it's like, not saying that, you know, a lot of these guys can't guard, but you got a guy like Richard Jefferson, he's able to guard fours and guards. He's guarding from the one to the five, mm -hmm. you know? And, and especially when the Warriors went to small ball and he was able to do it more effective. So, and you remember when, when and this was, you know, when they won the game, then the next game, game six, Kevin Love was available to play. Mm -hmm. Teron Lu say, no, nah, we're gonna keep Richard Jefferson in the starting lineup. Right. You know, so they this was key to slowing the Warriors down and keeping them in the starting lineup, man. So 
I just want to salute Richard Jefferson, man, on his performance. Although he didn't provide a lot of points, but he was able to provide a lot of defense. For I think show. a lot of people probably missed up there. I mean, they about the damn Richard Jefferson, but an unsung hero. But right, well, but you made a point though. So what's your what's your what's your thought? My final, and I and I know that the 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 consensus is going to agree with me on this. Robert Horry. Okay. Man, you know this dude's missed the clutch, man. We looking at '95. Um. We look in the '95 finals, man, against against the Magic's, man. You know, you know he hit a hit a three pointer, man, with uh, to, to put put the lead up, up by four with 14 minutes to go, with 14 seconds to go, right? And man, not to mention, man, against the Sixers, man, in 2001, to you know to hit a three pointer to put the lead up by four with 47 seconds, right? Yeah. Now, also remember this. In the Western Conference Finals against the Sacramento King Sacramento Kings. And man, I hated this because I wanted Sac Town to win because at the time I was an AI fan and I knew the Sixers did not stand a snowball chance in hell against the Lakers. And you remember the play when Kobe went to the rim, he missed the shot. And got doggone Lottie Devok knocked the ball to the top of the key. To well, rob on back, you going, you going back, man. I he knocked that, that shot. Man. He made that. Back, he knocked the shot to send it in the overtime. When he made that shot, I said it's over with. Mm -hmm. It's over with. And the Lakers won that series, man. So you know, I say, man, Robert Orr, he like my top guy, man. Unsung heroes, man. That's what's up, though. Who you got, uh, Spo? Are you got anybody that you want to unsung hero? You think that's been oh, through yeah. the playoffs, past or present? Oh yeah. Um. I'm gonna go ahead and go with this guy for last year, and uh, to be honest, um, probably gonna end up being this year too. Kevon mm -hmm. Looney. For real, I like Kevon like Looney. Without him last year, <laughs> they don't have a ring. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I, I, I think he was key. Uh, look at that. look at look at his stats defensively, rebounds, all of that. Look at just, without him, they don't have a ring. Um, he definitely doing his thing against some bonus though. He he yeah. And yeah, he out there bullying. He's he's getting a uh, confidence. Right. Um, he'll probably be scared. Like I know a lot of people like, oh, he's old. He's gonna be getting older. He moves like this. He moves like that. Well, it doesn't matter how he moves. He plays really good basketball. Right. Um, and he plays his position well, and he's just getting better at it. So, Kevon Looney. I like um, that. He will be if the Warriors make it, um, to the conference finals. Um, or even to the finals, he will be one of those players. He's going to do what he did last year. Um, he's going to body who's ever there. And he's going to do it lightly. He's not going to do it flashy like Shaq or any of these little guys. He's going to just go out there and be a hardworking man, do his job, and that's going to help them win a ring. He's not going to be the only reason they win a ring, but he's going to be a major reason his, why his they win a ring. Is key to if it. you look at him last year, bro, he was literally putting them in position to win. Um, and he's at his his passing awareness is getting better. People should be scared of that. He's a center who's learning how to pass the ball um, at a high level. I mean, like reading, like making great, great passes. That's not something you expect to see from Kevon Looney. Nobody expected that. So, Kevon Looney for sure. Um, Rui Hachi Mari. Oh, I like him. I like him. I like him too. I like him too. I like him too. Some of you motherfuckers on that Twitter app said that this guy was not going to replicate the game one that he had um, 
coming into the playoffs, and he has been just that. The only reason he didn't have that this game was because they took the ball out of his hand. Yeah. They didn't give him the opportunities that they gave him in the previous three, four games for that matter. Um, if you do, then we're not having another game in L.A. Right. with Sacramento. Um, they wanted to go back to L.A. for whatever reason. Right. <laughs> That's not, so right. they take the ball out of Rudy's hand. Yeah. And um, uh, I just had another really, really good – oh, Brooke. Brooke Lopez. Oh, yeah, man. He did. Yeah, we lost. I agree with you on the Russell Westbrook thing. Mm -hmm. I just want to say this. The Clippers suck. They left Russell Wilson – I mean, Russell Westbrook out to dry, hanging. And he's probably played some of the best ball we have seen him play in this in this playoff series by himself. I feel like a couple of those players left him hanging. He should not be in the situation. Also, that he too, in. the caveat what you were saying that about Brook Lopez. I did something on my YouTube channel. I thought he was mad. He might have been snubbed for defensive player of the year because he was one of the finals. Brook Lopez. Oh, he was. He was. And he was snubbed. You know Jackson. what I'm saying? Over Jackson. Absolutely. Oh, Jared Jackson. Jared Jackson had a spell. Jared Jackson had a spell where he got blocks. And that catapulted him into defensive player of the year. Look at Brooks played for the entire season. For Brooke. the entire season. Ashley went to one. I went to the match. But Jared Jackson, I'm not saying Brooke he don't deserve it, but. I just, I just think I, that the, from what, when you look at Brooke Lopez, and you just look at his career, like what he's doing at this age, it's like, man, that's why I was, I thought if it was between Jared Jackson, it was between Brooke Lopez. I thought it was one of them two was going to win. Right. But I thought the way, you know, they was playing the Bucks were playing at the time that Lopez would get it, but then I know they wanted to go. I I felt and I talked about this on my YouTube channel. I was like, man, the NBA could probably any a lot of these words they're gonna go younger. So they went with the younger guy. They went with Jared Jack. He's the younger guy. I think that's why he got it. That's in my opinion. That's why I feel he got it because he was the younger guy. Well, look if you look at Lopez. the if you look at the regular season when when, when Giannis uh, missed some time. Brooke Lopez, even without him on the court uh, defensively, was unstoppable. Um, you can't say the same thing for Jaron Jackson without um, um, with, uh, what? with Stephen, Stephen Adams, Adams on, yeah. you know, on the court and off the court. Right. You got that Jaron Jackson because Stephen Adams is not there. Right. You see what I'm saying? Brooke Lopez does this with Giannis on the court. With him off the court, right? It doesn't matter. That's just who he is. That's what he is. Right. So I think with Jaron Jackson, it's more situational. Oh, gotcha. So that's where I'm not saying that he's not able to perform in that situation. You give credit where credit is due, but I do feel like Brooke got snubbed. Um, the reason why Brooke is the unsung hero for the Bucks is because he showed the fuck out. Uh, even this last game with what 18, 20 points. Um, Defensively, uh, well, defensively, not defensively, I'm sorry, offensively, um, he was firing on all cylinders. He did it last game. Last game, his mother put up 36 points. Hmm. Um, at his age, he's 30, he's like 36, 32, 34, some shit like that. At his age, he's doing that. Um, and he did that in the regular season, too, like at certain points in the season when Giannis wasn't necessarily – Putting up a crazy 30, 40 point, <laughs> point game. You got Brooke coming down 25 points easy. And you know Double what I doubles. like about Brooke, man? You know, just being up and he's the right fit for that. He played fundamental basketball. Yeah, he's a hard you worker. He, he's going to do everything. Asking him, he's a great ball passer. And you, it, it's hard. It's hard to be when he's under that rim playing with his back towards the basket. Footwork, man, he still have it. 
and you have to fire him. And he's he, accountable. He, he's accountable. Yeah, and he's when, responsible. You send him to that basket, he's gonna hit both his free throws. Mm -hmm. I will say this too uh, about the Bucks, and we're gonna segue into more of the playoff games now with the Bucks. Do you feel like they they had a successful season? You know what I mean, I mean everybody had them picked going to the finals. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, the first round uh, loss. But do you still feel the season success? And my other caveat question is, what need you think immediate need you think the Bucks need to fix their issues right now? Uh, Firebud. Bob Hoogles, I think he's nice though. Andrews play. I like, I like, I like, I like, you know, that so prop coaches. No, no, they no, usually, no. you know so what I'm saying? Listen. Do you watch Bucks basketball? What? You watch Bucks basketball? Bucks basketball? I watch Bucks. I watch You're only yeah. watching on TNT though, right? Uh, no, I watch like games out of market games too. So there's no way you think Bud should be our coach. <laughs> no way. We want really? him fighting in the championship. The only reason why we have a chick is because the players overcame bad coaching. Like, well, I mean. He's horrible. His lineups are horrible. Bro, he had uh, Drew Holiday getting cooked for five games in a playoff series. Uh, well, except for this last game. With this last game, you brought Wesley Matthews back. You was able to do a little something, and then you took Wesley Matthews out and allowed Drew Holiday to get cooked. Once again, my bad, I meant Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday got cooked this entire series, and at no point did Bud adjust. He didn't put in Jay Crowder. He didn't put in Bobby Portis. He didn't double-team him. We've seen this before. When we played Miami last time. He's horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's I horrible. forgot about they, they lost to him in the bubble. He's a horrible yeah. bro. No, we, yeah, no, yeah. We lost, lost to him in the bubble. bubble. Yeah, he's a horrible coach, horrible coach. It is what it is. We had two timeouts left mm -hmm. in the game last night. Right. He didn't use them. He I don't know. He's not run the clock out, bro. Like, what are we talking about? I guess for me, I guess it's more so, maybe I'm still drinking the Kool-Aid from the finals. Like, yeah, you know, but good coaching. I'm still, I'm always thinking of the mind that, Pop coaches be they be good. I look at Ndoka, you know what I'm saying? Like he from he 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 from a pop on the pops on the Spurs uh, coaching tree as well. Yeah, but that don't mean all of them are good. But it's not good. Okay. He's just not good, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he hasn't been. And as far as the season being a failure, no, the season is not a failure. Giannis played two games. Why? In the five game, five games. The, we didn't have our superstar right. Like I, I, I'm sorry, they I played can't. The I can't. They did play a fan. Yeah, right? I mean. but he played 11 minutes in the first game. He was injured. Mm -hmm. He missed the second and the third game. I think I think the I think consensus is too. And in the fourth, yeah, in the fourth, you know what? In the fourth, what, we can't say that's the fact he put up a triple double. The motherfucker had 20, 26, 26 points, 13 rebounds, and eleven assists. Like you can't call it. Yeah, nah. And then that that's the game. Brooke Lopez put up thirty something fucking points. We still lose that game because Drew Holiday fucking sold. Drew Holiday was some shit this whole time. So here's the thing. Drew Holiday was. The, the defensive assignment was more than he could handle, right? Mm -hmm. The entire series. And he's playing defense so hard that he's shit on offense. That happens. Yeah. Which I could take you being shit on offense if defensively you're stopping the guy. Correct. But he could do – Jimmy just too big for him. Yeah. And we made no adjustment for that. So Drew was shit. Like, look at every game, bro. Every single game. Drew Holiday, 13 points, 14 points. Like, that's where the fuck our, our games went at. Uh, yeah. Even Chris Middleton showed up the last night and then one of the other games. I think game two. Fuck he was for the rest of them. No, game one. 
Nah, it was gang two. It was the yeah, one we won. One, yeah. He got a tendency to disappear too, man. I know that's what I'm saying. saying. You know, so yeah, you know what I'm saying. And he he's supposed to be that Robin to to Giannis. Like he had a no, tendency. No, he's not. It's Brook. He's supposed it's to be Brooke Lopez, bro. It no, I agree Brooke. with you, but I'm saying yeah. he's supposed to be that Robin to Giannis, and he has to. He, at times, he disappears. Like where you at? You know what I'm saying? But it's Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez. If you look at the season, like the, the, the our best games came with the Drew Holiday. Brooke Lopez, Giannis lineup when Chris Middleton was missing games. We were not missing Chris Middleton. Yeah. But we miss Giannis. Oh, of course. You see what I'm saying? Like that shit cannot that we once Giannis got injured and he missed two games, did I go around saying we were gonna lose? No, you don't ever do that. Did I know we was gonna lose? Yes. Like am I really gonna force I mean, realistically. <laughs> Do I expect Giannis to come back with the way he hit his back on the ground, be 100% and win four games straight? I mean, three games straight to take us to the playoffs. Realistically, with, with our point guard playing like shit and them having an unstoppable guy on the other team. I ain't going to lie. Realistically. We, we, I ain't going to lie. I was, a lot of us, a lot of fans, and I'm just, you know, from the consensus, no, yeah, all these motherfuckers was talking about, uh, we can do it without, we gonna win the series this, that, and third. Come on, bro. I said we could win a game without Giannis. We won a game without Giannis. See, that's another bad narrative people have, right? For example, like, we seen the, um, we seen the game with, with the Lakers in, the, in, in Memphis. And when Memphis won the game without John Moran, you hear people, Oh, they played better they without 20 games and, straight without John Moran. Oh, that's people, different, bro. People say that, and I know this, like, people like say this a lot, like, mm -hmm. with, with, like, when a, when a player out and all of a sudden, another, and it's like, come on, like, sometimes bad teams win, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm an Orlando Magic fan. We have beat good teams, but does that mean that we don't need a superstar player on our well, team? Well, y'all own Boston. No, right. No, we need a superstar player on our, but at sometimes, we're able to win in spite of that. You know what I'm saying? All right. Now, I, so I don't know, bro, because I think, um, see, I watch the Grizz, and I feel like with um, Ja mm -hmm. off the court, even when he on the bench, they offense move better. Ja get into this mode where he's like, like tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. And like he don't see nobody else. And once he feel like he cooking, they that shit is taking them out of games. You know what I'm saying? They done lost games because John was cooking. That 45 point game, he got nobody else involved. And when he went to get them involved, they were cold. Cause you're not keeping your role players involved right. in the game plan. So what you feel like uh, with the series? I think everybody consistently know that the Lakers gonna. I think they're gonna wrap it up in six. But I do want to talk about Shit, Shit, before yeah, you go into that, like you know what I'm saying. I just because I want to go ahead. You know when we're talking about unsung heroes or what, and I know a few people are going to say, "Oh man, why, why, why we ain't mention players like Kyrie when he hit the big shot for the Cavs yeah, or no, or Ray or Ray He's Allen?" Exactly. You just hit my god dog on the point, man. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, and this the reason why, and this the reason why I didn't name players like Kyrie or. Or Ray mm -hmm. Allen or these players like this because these players have gotten their flowers for what they accomplished in those finals or in those games. So this is the reason why these because these players always get mentioned. These players are always hyped up. But we had used that this time to shed light on players that is not mentioned as much that that goes unnoticed. So I just want to clear clarify that. That's what's up. So um 
that's a little. I went to talk about this last night. You know, I couldn't get on my live last night, so let's uh, talk about the Clippers, man. Like, I think you know it's time to break the team up. Honestly, I think right now they 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 it would been a disappointment. It's been just a bit of disappointment as the Nets if we want to keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? Because they had expectations of going to the finals too, and they haven't been getting gunned. Unfortunately, injuries has robbed this team, just like the Nets. Injuries they couldn't play together. I do think that they have a little bit more success because this team been to the playoffs a little bit more. They're a little bit deeper in the playoffs than the Nets. But I just think it's time to break it up. I think you got your coach, Taron Lou. You see what he was able to do with the backup guys. Um, but I think you got to break it up. I think you move on with Kawhi. Uh, you may keep Paul George. Maybe you bring somebody else in with Paul George, Russell Westbrook. I think you get away from Paul Kawhi. Kawhi, man, Paul got he go just too. arthritis, man, knees. He got to go, man. Both of them got to go. That, that boy got, got go. Boy, that boy got ground beef legs. That boy got ground <laughs> beef legs. Ground, ground turkey. That shit ain't even beef. Oh, Yo, um, no, they got to break. They got to break up. Um, They don't even have to throw the whole shit away. You really just got to get rid of two people. You get rid of Kawhi. Uh, Zubak is great. I like Zubak. Mm -hmm. Zubak like is really, really good center. Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, right now, actually, with the way how how slim Big Man is at the star level, you can pretty much put Zubak in the top fifteen. You can't name me fifteen centers better than Zubak. Well, you can't name damn fifteen I, good centers. Period. Yeah, it's you not can't name ten. I mean, I agree with you on that, but at the same time, it mean it's like it's not like a. It's a, not an all time thing, but right, like I think I think Zubak has been Zubak has not been the problem for the Clippers. I got you. I think PG and Kawhi Leonard not being on the court is the problem for the Clippers, and a lot of people not gonna like this, but I think if I'm the Clippers, I'm building around Russell Westbrook after what he showed me he can do in the playoffs. Oh, interesting. I, I was gonna ask about that too. Because, because you ain't got much to you got Terrence Mann already. Like they have they yeah, they have they have pieces already. Right. All you gotta do is add a few more guys. You can literally find like you, you gotta go young with the cop well I would not build a team around Russell Westbrook. Give me Zach Levine to the Clippers. Give me Zach Levine to the Clippers to replace PG. And give me I would I would not build a team around Westbrook. Why is why you say that? I mean because it's like I'm seeing the same pattern. It's like you hear next thing, you know, how long are you gonna be with us? Wait, wait, what what pattern are you saying? You talking Westbrook's about the Kevin Durant pattern? Not that. On Westbrook? <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. It don't work like some, that. Some some you can Westbrook say Westbrook not chasing superstars. You you're right. But it's like it's like is he gonna make it work with what team he have? You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm saying it's like okay over here it's not working out. You get over here it's not working so out. So check me out, bro. So when 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 they brought him to the Lakers, you just said yourself. I knew that wasn't gonna work. Yeah, of yeah, course. That, but they tried it anyway. They right. did. Whose fault is that? It's not. That's, that's not. It, that's, that's not, not his fault. It's, it's not his fault. They didn't do it. So if you acquire a player 
and you don't put that player in a position of where you can't turn around and blame the player. That's that's how I felt about the Lakers situation with Russell Westbrook. They didn't put him in a position to win. First of all, the first year you barely got AD and LeBron James together, so you barely got all three of them playing together. And then when you did get all three of them playing together, you don't got the ball in the right person's hand. Unfortunately, the truth is the truth. The ball should have been in Westbrook's hands, not LeBron's. But they're not going to do that. I disagree. Yeah, that, that's not, fine. That's I'm, fine, bro. I'm not taking the ball out of LeBron's hand versus and, – and the reason why now – now Not taking West the ball Brooke, out of LeBron's hand is why they lost that game. Westbrook, Westbrook is, a, is, a, is a triple-double machine. We all agree. But at the same time, um, LeBron makes better decisions with the ball in his hands. So LeBron James yesterday in the fourth quarter of a game that they needed only seven points to come back decided to start yakking up threes left and right. He do that from time to time. That's not good decision making. Correct, correct. That's not good. So so he calls them listen, bro, he calls what was this game? This was supposed to be game four. He just single handedly blew that last night. He lost that game for the Lakers last night, but I'm gonna say this. Anytime when you have a point guard like that, they're going to make bad decisions. It's like it's a high risk, high reward. He's a power forward. He's a power forward, but he's a point. He has point guard capability. He's a point guard in in a in a power forward body. But why? So why does the offense run so much smoother with the ball in Austin Reeves and D'Lo hands? Well, I'm gonna I'm say this. I'm gonna say this. Cause right. I watch Lakers basketball. Bro, I'm That's what I'm right. asking. I'm gonna say this. See, we're not talking about Austin Reeves, and we're not talking no, about. No, we're, <laughs> we're talking about. We're talking about taking the ball out of LeBron's hands. So, well, no, I'm talking ver- versus Westbrook. No, 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 because no, no, no. it's it's t- it was times like okay, like I'm gonna say this when Ray John Rondo was on the team. It was times that I feel like okay, man, let Rondo do him because Rondo is a pure point guard. You know what I'm saying? Westbrook has the tendency to play like a two at times, you know, and take the game. He Rondo made better decisions than Westbrook with the ball in his hands. So you can't say that, bro. So here's my, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of feel like you're moving the goalposts with not talking about the fact that the ball coming out of LeBron's hands. <laughs> if you take the ball out LeBron's hands, bro, no matter what the other play is, the ball can be taken. I just showed you you can take the ball out of LeBron James' hands and have success. Oh no, I agree. No, 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 no. I agree with you on That's that with what you said. But I'm just saying that versus with Westbrook, though, like like you said, Austin Reeves. But he's working on a whole other team right now. This motherfucker put up 35 points, 25 points a game. That's a different type of team. And the reason why it's working. <laughs> because they took the ball like the superstar in the game in the Brooks, bro. But listen to what I'm saying. You all agree with you. you I, saying I'm not even a Westbrook fan. Listen, but I no, no, listen to what I'm saying. I agree with you saying I argue this with people on Twitter every Look day. at the team that he's around on that. Le- LeBron and Westbrook, they are the same guy. They 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 play they they are point guards they are streaky shooters they need shooters around them. Now Westbrook at this moment he has shooters around him. Westbrook did not have shooters around him at the Lakers, so I don't fault him for that. That's because they did that, but that see so I'm not okay. So that's my thing. You kind of agree with me, but you're just not saying it. (laughs) The Lakers listen. The Lakers (laughs) failed to. Put to put the necessary pieces around LeBron, Westbrook, and AD if we keep it in the book. Yes, it because is. All, bro, really, they tried, but they failed. They tried, but they yeah, failed. but it's like okay, it's like the books. We got um this month. Um, Giannis had a shooter. Correct. He we got better. Hella shooters. Yeah, he, he got, got better. But we put not. hella shooters around him. 
So if you got if your big three is Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and A B. Yeah, Ain't no reason Austin Reeves shouldn't be on the goddamn court. Correct. Number one, you got rid of Alice Caruso. You got rid of Cal Kuzma. Like, bro, they got, and then when they did go get shooters, they got rid of the, the motherfucker they should have kept. I mean, should you have kept them? I don't know because they're in the playoffs right now. So I'm not going to say that they should have because they are having success right now. It was right a now. trade that worked out for – it was better for both sides. But if they would have kept the shooters they had on the team and didn't get rid of them when they got Westbrook, they probably would have been this in the same yeah, position. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I think they so. They got rid of their shooters, yeah, bro. They did. And then they left them boys out there like, okay, y'all superstars, go make it happen. That's exactly what happened. They no. told them, all right, we got three of uh, – Three top fifty players in the NBA, y'all need to go make it happen. That's what they that's what they told them to do. And they expected it to work like that. They didn't give them no help offensively. Damn, but you know, I agree with you on that. I would it's it's like Because you can have two of those guys on the court. You can have two of those guys on the court that are not shooters. Correct. And still have success. We've seen it. Like we've seen it. The Lakers have been it. Right. (laughs) Like but they're actually notorious. The, the for. question is with what what do you do when the other person demands the ball? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. well, that's, like, that's the, and that can be a problem like that. 10, 15 minutes. Oh no, that's fine. So that's what that's what I'm saying though. So it's okay if LeBron think about it as the uh, the annotation riding the hot hand, bro. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you take the ball out of Russ's hands because he's not your best scorer. But he can definitely facilitate the offense. We've been watching him do it. He can. He been he been doing it. He's been playing very good with the Clippers, not being the main guy and being the point one. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? But what I say, the but LeBron is good enough to be LeBron James and still have a point man. We've seen that too. Right, right. He's done it yes. with the Lakers. He's done. I mean, he's done it with Miami. He's done it with the Cavs. He's been around those guys. There have been big threes where he has not been the control man. Right. It, it, it would have worked if they would have had the shooters. Right. But they had to get rid of Russ you, to get the shooters right. because they gave up the shooters. That's what right. I'm and that's what that's why I say we kind of agree. That's what the point <laughs> yeah. I'm getting at. Like, that, that's why I say it worked out for both of them because when they first brought them along, I say, man, that's a disaster waiting to happen. And I'm a, I'm a LeBron fan. Yeah. I say, man, that that's what it is for me, too. Like, I'm not a Laker fan, but I, I, I do like LeBron James right. at AD. I'm actually a fan of Austin Reeves now. I like Austin Reeves too. I like that white boy. He's too He's scrappy too, man. He's scrappy. I like that. I like him, man. Next white boy superstar in the NBA. Yeah. Him and Lard Marketing. No, Lard Marketing. Next about two him. white boy yeah. superstars in the NBA. Him. And I'm not saying they're going to be Larry Bird, but they could be like your next. They could. At the rate Austin Reeves going, bro. He could probably be your next. Jason Williams. Nash, your next Williams. I like Jason Williams. Yeah. Um, or even your next Stockton. Yeah. Maybe not Stockton. Stockton is a reach. You're going to have to, you know, that's a tall glass to fill <laughs> right there. But it's a big shoe. Yeah, right and Larry Bird for marketing, but that's a very big, like I say, very tall glass. But Larry Marketing is a sharpshooter. A big man that's a sharpshooter. He is a big man that is a sharpshooter. And I like it. He plays solid defense, too. And I like him, man, for us, Orlando. Who? Um, oh, Fran, um, Franz, Franz Wagner. Yeah. yeah, Franz Wagner. I like him. Yeah. I like them boys. I like Bo Bo too. Man. I think Mo South. Mo Bamba. No, Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner. Oh, yeah. He got a tight up. Okay. 
Yeah. Friends be getting off though. Yeah, I like him too. Friends. He has a potential to be a star, but I see it with Austin Reeves and I see it with Lord McKakin. With Lord Marketing. Yeah. And if they would have kept this All right, guy. We're talking about dude from Atlanta, right? Um uh, no. Nah. Uh, okay, I thought you talking like about no Hawks players. Oh, um, <laughs> oh my bad. Uh, this guy, if they would have kept him on the Lakers, they wouldn't be in the situation they in Ooh. for the last two years. Alex fucking Caruso. Oh yeah, they should have kept him. Yeah, he is him. a star role player. Yeah, I like him. He hustle too. Yeah. He gonna be a star role player. Listen, he would have been a player right now if he would have been if he would have been on the Bucks. We would be, we would have been able to win more games without. We needed that hustle. That that grittiness on um without, cause he's not a, uh, Alex is not a dirty player. Like he's just he really has that hustle, but he's above the rim as well. Like we could use that guy that don't mind going to the cup and and taking the beat, taking the hits and shit like that. And that that's one thing I feel like we're missing. That's that's another reason uh, Drew pissed me off. Oh, so. He just went and get to the cup, shooting all the fucking threes. So let's say it went to the. Uh... The uh, Golden State Sack series. Um, looking like, looking like I, I, I was rolling with Sack. I ain't gonna lie. I thought Sack was gonna do it in six. It looking like it's gonna go to a game seven. I'm still rolling with Sacramento. I ain't gonna go off my pick. Who won the last game? Uh, Golden State. Last night, right? They won last night. Yeah, so they won. Golden State won last night. They they, they up three two. Yeah. Right. In in the last show, you know, I mentioned Golden State. I say. I like Golden he State did, still, in Golden spite State. of what people people think. I still like you know Golden State is Golden State. They can hit that on and off switch, and plus you know you have um um Wiggins that came back, and I also mentioned the Heat. I say man, you know one thing about Jimmy Jimmy buckets in the playoff, he's a whole another animal, man. Now now we know Giannis wasn't there. But yeah, he 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 yeah. But at the same time, he picked the heat, man. He picked the heat. Hey, yeah. Let me just give my credit where credit is due. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jimmy, because I want people to think I'm hate, bro. Shout out to Jimmy Butler. Um, if he plays like this, the rest of the playoffs, then the Heat are going to the finals. I hate to say it, but they're going to the finals. Um, somebody got to stop them. Um, even when the rest of the team is not performing, this dude is putting up 50 points. Uh, whether the rest of the team is a threat or not, he is still performing. Right. He fell on his back and made a two-pointer last night. There's nothing you can do with him. If somebody doesn't stop him, he probably going to the finals. Do yeah. he win the finals? I don't think so. Golden State is a different animal. Uh, if they make it, whoever makes it, I, but he got a son still. Jimmy team. Butler is. Oh. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna tell you right now because I, I was uh talking about the Suns and people might think against this one for me. I'm not convinced on the Suns. Let me tell you why I'm not convinced on the Suns, man. You said what? They about to beat the Knicks. You know that. They, I don't know. That's gonna be an interesting series coming up next. The only reason why I say that. I look at the way they played against the Clippers, man. The Suns. They played the Suns, man. They played. Did you see what happened last time the Suns and the Nuggets with the same exact teams faced up in the playoffs? Man. They only got like one addition to the fucking Nuggets. And the Nuggets didn't do shit in the free agency. Yeah. They about to get their ass beat. The only difference now is KD is on that goddamn team, bro. Who on that Denver team is about to stop KD? Ain't nobody going to stop that. But I question KD. This, this is my only concern about the Suns. Watching that game against the Clippers, you would think that the Clippers would have handled that game more. They down two superstars. 
and you let guys like Norman Powell and don't get me wrong, Russ Westbrook did his thing, but you let Norman Powell got off on you twice. Yeah, it's well, like man, Norman the Powell defense. Does that Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann was. They was Terrence Mann is good. Terrence Mann is a good player, and Norman Powell does that though. Like yeah. he has a couple of he has playoff experience. Yeah, he has a look, I forgot he was in Toronto. He was in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. But it was just, I just felt like the Suns could have they could have dominated that game more. You got Booker, you got. KD, Paul George, Aiton, dog, your starting five should be killing their starting five. When you got a scrappy on, team, now. and let's go back to what, what I was saying about the Heat. When you got a scrappy team like that, although they may not may not win at all, but it's like you're going to have to put up a fight to beat them because you got a team that don't care if I got a foul to stop you. You know what I'm saying? They're going to give up five fouls to be able to stop you. You know what I'm saying? They're going to flick pain. You go to that cup, they're going to touch up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So now you look at, like I say, man, you you break this. Like The thing about the Clippers, Clippers really beat themselves by not playing smart basketball down the stretch. We look at one game, man, they was up 10 points. You know, taking a lot of bad shots, a lot of bad turnovers. You know what I'm saying? And... You know, it's like, man, you have to play smart, and this what, and this is what your superstar players come in and that come to play in. That this what coming to, you know, a, a lot of players. You have players off the bench, like you look at your six man and all these players. There are good players; they can play, but it's a reason why they come off the bench. A lot of times, they're not playing smart basketball. You put them in to play. A lot of times, okay, we're gonna put you in for a series to play ISO ball. You know, this is what a lot of six men do. They come in, they play ISO ball. They really don't play within the rhythm of the offense or whatnot. And just put them in for, for a few. You know what I'm saying? And so when you got... Spark the offense or something like right, that. Right. When you got a player like Kawhi Leonard and, 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 and Paul George, that these guys, not only that they're uh, good players, but they have a high basketball IQ. Uh, a 10-point lead, man, it, it's a difference when you have those guys on the court with a 10-point lead and your, your your rotational players, you know. I agree. So down the stretch, it wasn't a whole lot of smart basketball playing. And I say that to, to piggyback off what you were saying, like, is, yeah, these guys should have been, like, had a, a they should have dominated more in this game. I thought they should have dominated the game more. No. I fought the sun. I thought the game, Bro, I was not impressed. They won, but they did what they supposed to do. I give them that. I just think they could they they should have the game should have been a little bit more dummy. But I give Ty Ty Luke his good goddamn coach. He nah, got them boys bro, up. the Suns bitch is some ass cheeks. That's the problem. They right. bitch. They gave away the good players. That's the, that's what they messed up. So they're going into the playoffs thin as hell. Like they're going into the stretch. And that's where the difference gonna be. But the same thing could be said. That's what the About Nuggets. The Nuggets. Yep, the Nuggets bench ain't that deep. Okay. At all. Like at all, they're they're thin. So this is actually going to be a pretty good series, the Nuggets and the Suns, because they do lack um, playmakers off the bench. Um, and when you're rotate, your your starting five is pretty much only going to play so much of the game together. When you start getting into your rotations, so you rotate the guys. You campaign just got back, right? You know. Um, and then I think Tory Craig has been okay at best. Yeah, he been okay. He uh, been he okay. Been, Outside of that, off, they man. gave away Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges was the best thing that ever happened to them, and they screwed that up. Oh. So but you bring in a player like Durant, so it mean yeah, yeah, yeah to start. 
when the starters take a sleep. <laughs> and they gotta go sit on the bench and take a risk of one getting foul trouble. Right. You see what I'm saying? And then told. you bring these bum ass role players off if the bench. <laughs> and then you got the other team that's supporting the role players. If the Suns would have won that series against the Bucks in the finals, man, Marquette Bridges would have been my unsung. <laughs> I'm just saying like and he would have been because you brought him with Mikhail Bridges. Bridges because I like him. I like, him. I like If him. they would have won, he would have been he would have been on this list as one of my unsung heroes. Mikhail Bridges of was was one of the more he like how I say Kevin Looney. Yeah, how yeah. I say Kevin Looney is that difference maker. One of the difference makers that nobody talks about. Mikael Bridges was that. But I'm actually um, he was the he was not the reason they lost. In fact, um, DeAndre Ayton being soft as baby shit is the reason they lost. Oh, us. which is a good um, question too. I'm gonna ask you. Segway into that. Segway into because that's one of my points. Is going what I was gonna mention is. Aiden and Jokic, like he gonna have to step it up. That's what well, I do. You know what I'm saying? Like Jokic, bro, there's he gonna have to step it up. To talk about now. <laughs> nothing. You this know this boy about to get put he's on. He's gonna die. No man, that's the thing. Like it's because because everybody. It's how I look at it with this in that situation. Okay, if I'm Aiden, everybody's talking about how Giannis just little boy you in the finals. Like he 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 put he he made he made you his bitch pretty much. In All the finals. season, everybody have though. You know what I'm saying? Soft. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what? When do? When do he grow up? And this I know there's been after, reports that this was after giving them the Shaq and Kobe comparison. Well, look at Aiden though. Like he's been the same skinny piece of shit since he came in. He has not put on no basketball weight. He ain't. He's not. He's not converting himself into a prime athlete at that position. Right. Like Giannis. Giannis came in like bitch. Yeah. Facts. Look at him now. That's a grown ass he man, grown bro. Boy, boy, boy. He grown like he that. He's muscled and everything. If Aiden put on a little bit of, you know what? Yeah. He needs some man weight, bro. He's 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 still in the boy stages. His body is. He not because he looked forty. He looked like a temptation. Like he put, <laughs> but he gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like put on some rope. And Shaq be trying to tell, like a lot of people like think that Shaq and these big men be hating, but they really be speaking facts, facts. though. Real shit. Real like y'all boys got to put on a little bit of weight. You got to be more aggressive. You know what I'm saying? That's the part of your. That's a part of your position. Your position at that center role is to be the aggressor at the power forward role. Be the aggressor. You're not doing that. Looking like a chicken, you not, and that's that's my problem with Aiden. Like even, even like look at Larry Marketing. I mean, not Larry Marketing. Look at Zubak. Zubak got a little weight on him. He not my. He not the fittest dude, like athletically, but he he's pretty damn you know stout and he's able to do his thing. Demontis Sabonis. He's not that big of a guy. Right. Uh, well, he's big. He's just not like a Giannis or a Shaq or a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I say eight. I take eight over over Sabonis. He just I got mean, pushed around like a motherfucker. Yeah, who he got pushed around by though? Looney. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? So so next week Looney when when Looney pushing, yeah, bro. Next week when Looney bodying the rest of these boys, you are gonna be like, I'm gonna take them over. I'm telling you because Looney is. He big as fuck. A lot of yeah. people don't realize it. That motherfucker big and he knows he 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 see he know I'm not the fastest guy on the court. I'm the biggest. 
and he used that. You know what I compare him to, and I was just talking about this dude, um, Robert Williams for the for the for the um Celtics. Same thing. I'm you not know, the fastest guy. I'm the biggest. They gonna play their position and they, they play, play big. They, they play their role. Anything you ask them to do outside of scoring. They gonna do it to perfection. And they gonna when they score, they're perfect. Yeah, when they, they score, they're they, perfect. And they Bro, they score seven, eight points, and right. they be 80, 90 percent in field position. Right. <laughs> you can't be mad at that. You know what I'm saying? Kevon Looney has started like doing little turns and stuff. Like he's starting to mm -hmm. move more in the paint, but he moves at a pace. And they always find a spot down low. Yeah. You and they get their feet set. The biggest, slowest motherfuckers get their feet set quicker though. Yeah. They just fall to the ground in the spot they need them in. And, and, and yeah, no, nah, bro, Aiden about to get body when they yeah, go against Golden State. I, I, and that was I don't even know that they made Golden State. I think I'm Golden State making a pass. I think Phoenix, Phoenix should win this game. But I think that that matchup is going to make it like That's the match better series right there for, for the Nuggets because. Like I say, man, Jokic, man, he's gonna have his way with A, man. He's gonna have. Do you think if Jamal Murray continues to play the way he's been playing these last couple of games, that they're gonna win? Yeah, I think I, I think they can. I think they can win, oh, man. That's a lot I, I think they can win, man. But Jamal Murray. Yeah, but Jamal Murray scoring thirty fucking five points, thirty five points a game, and Jokic averaging the triple double is gonna be hard to beat. But I do not think Denver gonna make it. At all, like I do think the Suns gonna win too, but mm -hmm. I wanted to ask y'all. You that got KD. Experience is another thing, man. You got KD on it, like like I say, man. Regardless of what people say about KD, you talking about one of the best scores to ever play the game, man. He's like this dude is like unstoppable. How you gonna stop this wingspan? And Booker, man, I'm man watching this dude. It is like, damn, dude, can you miss a shot? You know, well, one thing about Booker though, you can't lose about Booker, up. man. He 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 got he gonna he have to show. He, he it's consistent sometimes. He gonna have two good games, two bad games, two good games, and the thing is, if somebody else on the other team have a good game with him, you got an issue. Yeah, that's, that's Chris Paul will be another he issue. Just have to be better also. And then he old man, but like what what whatever Chris Paul he been showing up lately. He been showing up lately though. Chris Paul been he's so. He was so good. He's so trash now, but he's actually like showing up, like, cause a lot of people be hating on Chris Paul. <laughs> but he be showing, like he he been showing up. He been showing up as not a superstar, as the role player he should be right now in, right. in the state this stage of his career. That's what's up. Um, like he been hitting like some crucial three buckets uh, throughout the playoff series, um, and making some crucial like just playmate, like just playmaking. Um, not in big. Like a big bundle of it, but he's doing enough to where everybody else is being affected. This is another thing, man. I would, you know, like I was going to say about the Suns, man. Like with um, Devin Booker, um, defense efficiency stepped up, man. You know, it like I want to say, like he's like in the top five, maybe top three in contested shots this season. So you know, his his defense efficiency stepped up this season. And so, like, and that's, like I say, man, you know, we, we know what he can do on offense, but just being able to step up on defense will help this team a lot. We know KD, you know, he, he got a solid wingspan. It's hard to get around him and contest his shots. I mean, only thing he got to do is put his arm up, and that's a block. Um, we know Chris Chris Paul, you know, he always been a defender, you know. So, they say, man, they, like, if, if these role players step up and just play their part, I mean, like only team I see really that can beat them in the West really is is um the Warriors. 
if they play like the Warriors from last season. I think we're going to see. Like Suns? Yes, you don't think the Lakers could beat them? I, I would like to see the Lakers beat them. I would want that. I, I would want that. But do I honestly think that the Lakers have the team to beat them? Oh man, I, I can't honestly. I can't say that. I, I cannot say with a straight. I cannot. I cannot look these people straight in the face and tell them to get their hopes up and say the Lakers gonna beat the Suns. I want this to happen though. I want this to happen. I, I think the West is wide open I right think now. The Lakers if it if it if it, it, it happened, if it happened. I would love to say I was wrong and you was right. Oh no, nah, I recorded it on my own thing. Uh, April, I think it was nineteenth. I got the date wrote down. April nineteenth. Like the latest coming out of the West. Day, yeah. That's not far fetched. So I had did a show and they cooked. My, they tried to cook me anyway. Mm. I went when the trades, all the little Lakers trades happened, and I was telling them how good these trades was gonna work in favor of LeBron James and AD, and ain't nobody gonna hear that shit. And when I was telling people they were gonna make the playoffs. Uh, they tried to cook me. So they made the play in and they made the playoffs. And you see they running the series and I can't find nothing. No, no, yeah. <laughs> that's one thing about, I would say, that's one thing about goddamn Twitter, boy. When you say it on the, in, on, in the spaces, it's recorded, oh, you said it. And then motherfuckers gonna find you. They gonna find you. But it's funny though when you prove somebody right when you was way off and everybody, oh, you crazy, you crazy, you crazy. And you find, you tell them, like, yeah, it's actually happening. You can't find nobody. Everybody, oh, everybody counts all just a records. They taking time off from fucking Twitter and shit. Yeah. <laughs> taking time taking off, a break. Taking a break and personal shit. Matters personal matters and all that yeah. bullshit. But we're going to end the show with, uh, we do something on the co-pilots called Rivals and Departures. And uh, Rivals is what's coming on the scene. Departures is... Um, if you're on the way out. So for this week, my arrival is the NFL draft. Uh, we got all these uh, young men that are getting drafted this week, man. They, they're going to live their dream of getting drafted in the NFL. So salute to all the guys that get drafted in the first round tonight. Again, we'll be streaming live on my YouTube channel, uh, the NFL draft party. Um, so that's my arrivals. I'm going to give you my departures. My departures is, no, I'm going to hold off on my departures because I got a bit. My departures will be big. So I'm going to let you go with your arrivals, folks. Oh, all right. Um, Trayvon Walker. Okay, then. What's that? Devin Lloyd, Chad Moomer, um, Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, uh, Brees Hall, Christian Watson, Drake London. Um, those are my arrivals. You think um, they're going to have a big season next year? I think those guys, um, there's actually a couple of more, no, but I'm not going to. You made the whole NFL. Nah, <laughs> nah, so, but so, I, yeah, I watch it by hit take. I watch a lot of sports. But, yeah, I do. So those those are my arrivals. These are, um, oh, Derek Stingley and John Mechie 3. John Mechie like is cancer-free I like Derek Stingley. Yes, John yes, Mechie yes, 2. Yes. Yeah, he's cancer-free, and he's back on the field. Shout out to him, um, John Mechie. Um, I think this is going to be, uh, I think he's going to have a good season. I don't think it's going to be no, uh, record setting season for obvious reasons. Um, but I do think he's going to have a solid season and we're going to see, um, him pretty much like, okay, we see what this kid's going to be. Um, maybe like, a, uh, 800 to a thousand yards, depending on who the quarterback is for the Texans. Um, but yeah, so shout out to him. Trayvon Walker, um, Jaguars got to kick them inside. I'm going to say it now. A lot of y'all fans don't want to hear it. I'm going to say it. Jaguars got to kick them inside. Get another edge rusher. Listen. Mm -hmm. Draft another edge rusher. K 
kick him inside. We can get an edge in the third. It ain't that deep. The edge rush class is deep this season. We do not have to struggle for no reason. I'm glad you said because if you look at some like you know co-pilots on Facebook, man, you go into some of the comments that I made within the sports group, and I was telling dudes, I say, man, if he can put on a few pounds, he can play inside. He don't need to put on a few pounds. But I'm just saying, like, he can play. He and I was he telling can. him, like, he got the skill set of a D tackle. Well, he was a defensive right. tackle. That's why. Exactly. He's my cousin. So okay. Yeah, Trayvon Walker's my cousin. Right. He was a defensive tackle, and he. Uh, last year, if you look, when you see the actual numbers come from him, it's when they kicked him inside. Right. They need to kick him inside. We need another edge rusher, though. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I feel like, and and people ain't gonna like me saying this. I feel like we should draft another linebacker and move Devin Lloyd. Yeah. Let have him put on a couple of pounds because he rushed. If you if you watch his college tape, Utah mm. premier pass rusher. Yeah. From the linebacker position, mm. he's labeled a linebacker, right. but he played the pass rush. Right. When he when we had him rushing, and the, for reason, the Jaguars, it and the good. reason why we yeah. took him from the pass rush because we needed him and they was they was covering that because you you, you absolutely right. Yeah. But it was times like okay, damn, we need you in coverage because you look at the cornerbacks we had. Mm. So I, and I say that to agree with what you were saying. Down. Guess who in town who's right that? now? Unsigned, Miles Jackson. Miles Jack. You're right. Guess who's in town unsigned? We already got our middle linebacker. Right. He is one of the best uh, free linebackers in the league. Covers linebackers. Right. Bring him home. Right. Miles yeah, Jack is in Jacksonville right now, bro. Yeah. Did y'all see the 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 workout video that the Jaguars put? I didn't see it. Didn't okay, see they it made a workout video. And guess who the hell's on the video? The one smooth. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Now, that generally, they're back. not practicing and working in the facility if you're not on the team. Right. So we should be expecting some news. For sure, for sure. Oh, that's right. right. To, to say that, though, like, with putting them on the ends, like I said, man, you, I, I, I totally agree, man, because, like, on my page, and on the sports group, I was I was talking about that, and I put it on different sports page by, like, man, you would, like, putting him on the inside, you know what I'm saying? Really, he just needs to, because, you know, being sight at a position to get experience or whatnot, you know. Yeah, I, would, I just wanted to kick him on the inside this year so he can develop more passes. Because rush. in a three, matter of fact, in a ten, a three, four, he can play the end on the three, four, which he would still be on the ends rushing from the inside. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because you have the two outside linebackers, so I would put try him out on the end in in a three, four on the line, you know, because yeah, you still not and, put him at end though. They, huh? they ain't gonna do yeah. it. Yeah. It's because well, he, well because, because of the way he was drafted his size. Right. Yeah, they gon' they they need to. I, I think they kick. I think they should do that, literally to help him develop. Well, keep his bull rush firm. Yeah, I love while helping rush. him work on his uh, pass rush moves because I do believe he ends up being a pure pass rush. I think he also oh, has the. He just don't have the moves. He got the speed. He got the quickness. And he definitely has the athleticism. We've right. seen it already. Motherfucker had an interception in the first game on the goddamn NFL right. football field. That's telling you a lot. And that's hard to do yeah. on the, on the goddamn line. line covering. Right. Yeah, that was good. Covering. Yeah. So he definitely going to have um, – okay. he'll be an off-ball linebacker, hands down. Uh, but I feel like we could use his ex- – I feel like he has expertise – at the D tackle position, and he has a power. He has a power that we don't really got 
Like we have those guys, but we need that one more guy. So I feel like he could still develop his pass rush. And then obviously you want to put him in and for reps as the pass rush too, because we got Fatukasi. Yeah. You don't always kick him in the DT. Right. But I feel like you can rest Fatukasi. Right. And we can keep him healthy all season by doing stuff like that. Fatukasi needs to tighten up a step. I mean, I think I think we need to realize his size. Yeah. And he needs to realize his size. They need to work on his um his health, and they need to um not saying you want to make him a rotational piece, but a light rotate. That's why I'm telling you, like if you got Fatukasi playing the majority of the defensive snaps, right? But then you rotate him with some Trayvon Walker snaps, take him out, put Trayvon in, throw another pass rusher in. I, I want to see shit like that. I want to see Devin Lloyd come down yeah. as an off-ball linebacker. You kick Trayvon on the inside, Fatu Kassi on the sideline. Because you're going to keep him healthy all season like that. I don't feel like his size right now warrants him. It's going to allow him to play 17 games. I don't feel like he's healthy enough. So what's your rivals, uh, Greg? My rivals is whoever the Jaguars draft. Tonight, man. Oh, hey, brother, it's 24. Or rather, we bring him in. So whoever the big cats draft, that's my arrival. I don't care who it is. You know what I'm saying? They'll be arriving in Jacksonville. You know what I'm saying? In the future. Yeah, whoever it is. You know what I'm saying? My my departure, man. You know. Damn, man. I gotta I gotta say it, man. And, and don't do not, man. Listen. Do not beat milk. It's, it's the Milwaukee Bucks. Don't. <laughs> you no, know, I, I just have to mention man. Outside, I don't want to fight about this. I don't want to fight about this. You know what I'm saying? You asked me just to you get asked it. Me <laughs> you know, you know, I just got to mention, you know, the Bucks. The Bucks underachieved this year, man. And and I like the Bucks. I like Giannis, man. And I think they'll come back and everything. But this season, you know, it just it, it's unfortunate. Injuries are unfortunate, and that's what happened. So that's my take. All right, my departure, man, is uh, Phil fucking Jackson. We gonna talk about Phil Jackson for a minute, you know. Phil Jackson, you earned all your rings off of black people, you know what I'm saying? And reports came out uh, this week about you saying, oh, you didn't watch basketball during the bubble because you didn't like the audience they was trying to send. And I'm thinking like, bro, what audience? The no lead is 75% black. So what audience is you saying? And I just thought that was just like with Phil Jackson, man, it was talent disingenuous. And it kind of all made you think when everybody thought he was crazy when Scottie Pippen said Phil Jackson is a racist. Not saying Phil Jackson is racist. I don't think Phil Jackson is racist. But when Scottie Pippen came out and said it, everybody thought he was crazy. But now where smoke is fired, it's like, okay, now I can kind of see what Scottie Pippen was talking about. Maybe some stuff that happened in the locker rooms and things like that. Something happened that made Scottie Pippen feel like you know this guy you know ain't what we what we think he is. So for me, that's my departure. I just feel as if Phil Jackson, man, you won your you, you won your championships now. You no longer in the league now. You just really you being who you really are. So in that fuck you feel, and that's my departure. My departure, the Titans. Damn, get them the fuck out of here. Yeah, I can't stand it. Um, I do agree with you. Phil Jackson. Um, can I say that on him? Yeah, you can say that. Yeah, yeah, Phil Jackson is a racist. Um, he stopped watching uh, basketball because they put Black Lives Matter on the basketball court. I wonder, did he stop watching football? Because in racism is in the end zone. Exactly. Um, to say that you do not watch basketball because of the logos that were displayed on the court, 
is a clear, open statement that you are in fact a racist, that you do not believe that it should not, like, we should get rid of it. Like, it just shouldn't yeah. be it. Like, like it's, uh, it's we're too old for it at this point. You're too fucking old for it. Um, I don't see him speaking on uh, the we stand with Jews messages that are now displayed on the NBA playoff games. Mm -hmm. I see, I watch them, I don't mind them because it right. doesn't bother me. Hell, I stand with the Jews if they feel like they were treated a certain way. Right. They have every right to. When you treat somebody a certain way a thousand years ago, it doesn't just fucking go away. Right. So, you, I don't hear any complaints. I have heard not one and we've heard a lot of these people talk about the Black Lives Matter, the end racism, get it out of sports, and we don't need to see their political things. We heard a lot of people come out about it. A lot of people, including um, football players, retired football players, people uh, who are out of pocket, obviously, um, talk about it. But you've heard not one of them say anything about the political views being displayed with the We Stand With Jews message. Right. So we can't have the Black Lives Matter commercials, but we can have the We Stand With Jews commercials. Right. <laughs> so it, it, it it's open racism, yeah. bro. It's open racism. Um, hopefully one day we don't have to deal with it. Um, I doubt it. We'll come to that, but you know. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, Phil Jackson is a piece of shit. Uh, that's it, bro. Like. He he looked like he about due for an obituary anyway. And on that note, man, it's your boy Joe. And it's your boy Greg. And we out. Peace. Peace.